Welcome to the Ideas That Change the World podcast with Rabbi Manus Friedman, where we make sure your life will be changed for the better, one idea at a time. Rabbi Friedman is the number one voice of clarity on moral and social issues. So what are we waiting for? Let's go change the world. The Alter Rebbe, the author of the Tanya and the Shulchan Aruch, had a chassid, an older man, a great scholar, who had mastered all areas and all parts of Torah, and then became a chassid of the Alter Rebbe and began to study Hasidic teachings as well as all the others. For eight years, the man studied with the Alter Rebbe, and on his 60th birthday, he went to see the Rebbe privately, and in the course of the conversation, the Rebbe said to him, the, word, the letters of the word Mishnah are the same as the letters of the word Nishama, soul, because the study of Mishnah is very good for the soul. And for your soul, the Rebbe said to him, it is beneficial that you become a wagon driver rather than a rabbi. Well, this chassid, Rabyesif, was his name, of Beshenkovitz, had never been a rabbi. He was a great scholar, had never been interested in taking the position of a rabbi, but preferred to study privately and spend all his hours, all his days, immersed in the holy books. He was known throughout the area as a great scholar. People would come to him with all sorts of questions. Other rabbis would consult him on questions of halacha and Jewish law. And so this whole statement that the Rebbe said to him, that better for your soul is better to become a wagon driver, a coachman, than to become a rabbi, he didn't understand this at all. And because, he, because it made no sense to him, he basically put it out of his mind, continued to study for many years, and close to the time that he was pushing 70, he received a delegation from the large city asking him to become the rabbi of their, of their congregation. When they asked him to become the rabbi, the, the, um, the statement that the Al-Tadebbe had said to him came back to him. Better to be a wagon driver than to become a rabbi. During these years, from the time that he was 60, and um, had, had not been married, the Rebbe said to him, it is time at that, in that same, in that same uh, audience, same interview. The Rebbe had said to him, it is time for you to get married, and I bless you with children. And he had gotten married miraculously during those years, and his wife had given birth to a little boy. So what the Rebbe had said to him had all been fulfilled. And now when these words came back to him, 
that it's better for your soul to become a wagon driver than a rabbi, he knew that it was time that he fulfilled that instruction. Of course, the thought of becoming a wagon driver was very, very painful and, dist and distasteful. The wagon drivers had a society of their own. They were not known as the most refined, as the most respectable people in the community. And for a man of his stature, for a man of his learning, for a man of his sensibilities, to become a wagon driver was, was unthinkable. And so the idea tormented him for days and weeks. He knew that he had to do it, and yet he couldn't bring himself to take the first steps towards becoming, of all things, a wagon driver. Finally, he got up the courage and uh, approached the, the uh, stables where the wagon drivers hang, hung, uh, used to hang out. And he asked them if they would teach him to become, uh, how, to, how to be a wagon driver. He knew nothing about horses, about saddles, about wagons. At first, the other wagon drivers laughed, thinking that he was joking. It, it, was, just, it was just unthinkable. And somebody made a comment that the Hebrew word for wagon is very similar to the Hebrew word for uh, making, making uh, vessels kosher through, um, through heat. If a vessel was unkosher, you can make it kosher again by burning out the taste. So the Hebrew word for burning out the taste uh, is very similar to the, to the Hebrew word for wagon. So one of the wagon drivers said, Rabbi Yosef, you probably mean making, di making dishes kosher. You're confusing it with a wagon. You stick to the Talmud, leave the wagons to us. But when they realized that he was serious, one of them offered to show him how to, how to get a horse into harness. For a few hours they practiced, and being of, of uh, an advanced age and not familiar at all with this physical activity and with horses, this poor man came home completely covered with dirt. Uh, he, had, he, had, uh, he was in pain, he was sore, he had almost lost an eye when the, horse, the horse's tail caught him in the face. He was, he was shattered, he was broken. There was no way he could do this. This was impossible, this was unthinkable. And yet, that Rebbe had said. And so he cried himself to sleep, and the next couple of days he, w he walked around completely lost, confused, not knowing what he was supposed to do. He cried at the thought of interrupting the study of Torah that he had devoted himself to for the last 50 years and to become a wagon driver. Why? What did he do? What kind of a punishment is this for a person at this age and of this station in life to give it all up and become a wagon driver? It tormented him so badly that he started to lose weight. He couldn't eat. And when he realized that he wasn't keeping the schedule of learning that he was accustomed, accustomed to, he knew that he had to do something.
And so he followed the advice of the sages, and that is to consult and take advice from your wife. Now his wife had heard about his visit to the wagon drivers, and she was convinced that he was losing his mind. And so she was sitting by the crib with the baby and crying to herself when he walked in and he realized why she was crying. And he finally told her the whole story that 10 years earlier he had been by the Alta Rebbe and the Alta Rebbe had told him that he would get married and that he would have a child and that all of that came true and now it's time to fulfill the rest of what the Alta Rebbe had said and that is to become a wagon driver rather than a rabbi. His wife, who had not been taught, who had never gone to school, who had never studied Hasidus, said to him, in that case, if your Rebbe told you, then what's the problem? What's the question? Here are my pearls. Sell them. You'll be able to buy a wagon, a horse and wagon, and you'll start a trip, you'll start a, a, a route, and you'll, and you'll take people and, and packages, and you'll do what the Rebbe told you to do. Why are you crying? Why are you upset? On the one hand, Rabbi Yosef was very moved by his wife's sincere, clear-eyed, direct, and, and deep faith in a tzaddik in the Alter Rebbe. That although she had not studied with the Alter Rebbe, although she was not a chassid on her, on her own, yet when she heard that the Rebbe had told him to become a wagon driver, there wasn't any problem, there wasn't any hesitation in her thinking and in her heart. She was ready to give up her pearls and her, and her jewelry to enable her husband to fulfill the instructions that his Rebbe had given him. But on the other hand, this shattered him even more. He couldn't understand what had happened to him. He was the scholar. He was the one who understood what a tzaddik is. He's the one who studied the Kabbalah. He's the one who studied the Hasidic teachings. He's the one who had been traveling to the, to the Rebbe for eight years, thinking that he was devoted, thinking that he was committed, thinking that he was so special. And here his wife, who had none of those privileges, had a greater faith, a clearer faith, and a stronger faith than he. And so again he cried himself to sleep, feeling that he didn't understand anymore what life was all about, and who he was, and what he was. But he knew that now he was going to become a wagon driver. The thought also came to him that there was another chassid by the name of Yeshaya, who was a wagon driver. That was, his, that was his trade, that was his livelihood. And he knew that this man, Yeshaya, had memorized all of the Mishnah, the entire six uh, sections of the Mishnah, by heart. And while he would drive or, or get the horses ready or, or, uh, or grease the wagon, while he was working, he would be reviewing and repeating the words of the Mishnah by, by heart. He also never failed to, um, to, to pray with the, with the congregation, to daven with the minion. 
He never failed to study in the evenings. And so he realized that it's possible to maintain some study schedule or some amount of studying even as a wagon driver. And so he went to this particular chassid and asked him to educate him in the art of wagon driving, of a coachman. And this chassid went ahead and taught him, and he bought himself a horse and wagon and set himself a schedule of trips and a, and a route and made sure that he would always come in time to the destination, in time for the, for the, for the, uh, for the davening, for the prayers, and evenings were spent studying. And so things went for a number of years. 